first and foremost, praises go towards the Most High, the one who created the heavens and the earth and everything below. 14.23 or 2.23 p.m. in Armenian time on this leap year day of February 29th, 2024. Before I start working on Year of the Jelly, <laughs> Year of the Jellyfish, which is one of the projects for the Year of the whatever that we've been doing lately. And it's going to be a little quick little project as well, too. It's going to be far too long. The only reason why I'm doing it is leap year because this leap year comes, what, every four years, every three years, one of the two, or February 29th. So why not? And I see why that this particular podcast, it came a little bit later. It was supposed to come out last week. Last week was tiring and extremely busy, especially over the weekend. Uh, my dad has spoke at an event, and my baby sister, she had, was in a play production. So Saturday and Sunday was stacked with a whole lot of different events. Nephew birthday was popping off on Sunday as well, too. So like, yeah, everything was just busy. And I took the day off last Friday as well, too. Last Friday evening, I was like, I, I need a break. Need a break. And I was going to actually work on some music, but I fell asleep. Because <laughs> I was so dang on tired. This week has been tiring as well, too. And it's also Thursday today as well. Last day of February, which has been a very interesting month, to say the least. But I will say this. This late podcast, which is actually right on time because it's on the leap day. Um, it's going to be a continuation of what I talked about last week. Confiction part two. There's more to it that the Lord has been showing me lately. And we will talk about that. But before I talk about that, though, ladies and gents, welcome to the Roses Wolf Stand Podcast with Joe's. Q Moore, also known as Shinshula Q of a Rocker Productions. Hit Rocker Productions, TM.org, the website. I believe, yeah, we did update the website this month. Yeah, we did, we did, we did, we did. I don't think I updated with the project, so. Um, far from that, we in week 330. Late sessions, 1,441 through 1,445. For the week of February 19th through the 23rd of 2024. So, welcome wolves to the Roses Wolves then. The Tech Lotus Rabbits podcast will be coming back soon. Probably like mid to late spring. Stay tuned for that. There's a reason. Night of Perfect Christian Podcast. That is also coming back soon. I'm not quite certain when. There's a reason for that. And not because we don't want to do the podcast or anything. No, 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 no. It's for the avenue. Ladies and gents, I'm in the main house doing this podcast. It's for the avenue. 
that there is a book that I found online. It's free to download. It's the additional books of the life of Adam and Eve. Now, I hadn't fully read it yet. We'll be doing that this weekend and take a look at it. Because I know from the Christian Coalition, and I forgot what the C stands for, uh, I think it's Christian Church Coalition, one of the two. They have, from the LSV, um, a manuscript of the life of Adam and Eve. This one I found online. It's a uh, Pasutagev or Pasutagev, I forgot what you call it. Where it's kind of canonical, but it's not canonical. But I'm going to actually read it by the grace of the Holy Spirit to see if it is or not. Because it gets more additional information on the life of Adam and Eve. What went down in the garden. And some other things that was not mentioned in the book of Genesis and also Joshua and also Jubilees. So it's interesting. I don't know who the account was that rented these things down. But I'm going to take a look at it. I have a new printer. So I actually printed out all 85 pages of the book. But. Did that purposely though. Because there are some things where you might need to put it back on regular paper. As opposed to keep it on a tablet. And the only reason why I said regular paper. Because that's still going to last long. Even to the newer generation. Where everything is so digitized. And whatnot. That books are going to be sacred. As ancient books are nowadays. Just like ancient scrolls are sacred. So, why not? But, I was going to do a continuation on our Perfect Christian Podcast. But I was like, you know what? Let me read this before we even continue with Life of Adam and Eve. Because I might have to redo the whole re-edition. But, now Perfect Christian Podcast will be coming back. And if it does, I might probably talk about different topics before getting into different scriptures. Because there's other books that's coming out that is canonical. And most definitely want to make sure that we have the right content to give you guys and not just give you guys fluff. It's time for all the churches to really go rah-rah when preaching the word. Talk about hell, fire, and brimstone. Talk about the trueness of what happens when you don't be Obedient to God and different things of that nature. This been a couple of pastors I've listened to. John Piper, Paul, I forgot what his last name is, and some other cats. And they got that rah-rah type preaching. I mean, that rah-rah type preaching, I mean, the preaching that's... You can tell the whole, you can tell God, spirit's in the atmosphere. Because he ain't playing around. <laughs> now, I'm not looking at these men like, oh my goodness, they're great men of God, you know, hold them in high esteem and stuff like that. No, 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 no. I go, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm listening to what they're saying by the grace of the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit convicts you in a whole different way, <laughs> you know it. Only reason why I'm laughing because we're going to talk about conviction part two. <laughs> I believe in part one, I said there was going to be a part two. But before we get into it, my good friend, Miss Jenny Lynn, and my good friend, Sir Manny. Both of them have new podcasts that you guys could check out here on Spotify Podcasts. Search for Anything Goes, I believe. I think it's Anything Goes Podcast. 
by my bro, Sir Manny. And then um, my good friend, Jenny Lynn. Uh, dang, why well, I forgot the title of her podcast. <laughs> I think it's Praying with Jenny Lynn. It's, it's one of the two. I can't even think for the life of me what it is right now. That's crazy. That is crazy. I will say listen to the podcast I did about two to three weeks ago. Um, Jenny Lynn's Prayer Show. There we go. Thank you, Father God. Jenny Lynn's Prayer Show. Jenny Lynn's Prayer Show. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Because I was like, what's her podcast again? I really was trying to think. That's why you got to love God, man. Because he will literally help you out in any situation, even to remember some things. But Jenny Lynn Prayer Show. That's from my good friend, Miss Jenny Lynn. Make sure you guys check her out. My bro, Sir Manny, with Anything Goes Podcast. Make sure you guys check out those podcasts. My bro, Josh, I need to hit him up and ask him what his podcast is because I know he was coming out with one. And I had to stay in touch. I actually need to see how his daughter is doing as well, too. So pray for his peoples, y'all. Pray for his peoples. And also pray for my good friends, both Sir Manny and Jenny Lynn, and pray, brothers. And I pray for you guys as well, too, for where we got going in the atmosphere. May not see each other in person, but just know and pray for each and one of you who are the listeners. Rather be one listener, two, or five thousand, or even a million. I don't care how many it is. Just know I'm praying for you guys as well from a distance. All right, y'all. Let's get into the podcast, shall we? Come fiction part two. So if you remember what I was about in the podcast last week, I said that was a particular weekend where Let's take it a step back. Let's take it a step back. So early part of this year, and even last year, my spirit has been raging um, with the Lord. Now, most folks would contest to say it's not biblical that somebody who has come to Christ and has the Holy Spirit, that they can't have a demonic entity within them. Let me just say that Christians also can too be demon possessed. When you allow the sin and the lust of the sin to continue to plague your mind, body, soul, and your heart, and you do nothing to make any changes with it. Everybody has different experiences. To some of my Christian brothers and sisters out there that be so judgmental of that's not spirit that's not biblically accurate how can you have the Holy Spirit please stop because you're already showing your true colors right there that you're battling something within your own self that is manifesting itself through you now I know you guys have good intentions but just understand that if nobody have full deliverance from what bondage of spirits they still attach to. Guess what? Yeah, we may have the Holy Spirit, but you gotta remember what it says inside the word as well too. Paul writes it like this up in Ephesians. For our wrestling is not against flesh and blood. It's against principalities, against the darkness, the money against the tease on the other side. We wrestle. But here's the thing. James had, and Paul also read in this, this as well too. In, regard, in regards to what comes with our flesh, 
our flesh fights against God a lot. Not a little, but a lot. Or as Paul read it so eloquently, there are things that he does not want to do that his flesh does, and that's against the Lord. There are things that he does want to do, but he doesn't do. <laughs> I'm just paraphrasing because the flesh is in the way. And the things that he should be doing, he don't want to do. There are things God has called us to do. We don't want to do it because we don't feel like it. Or it's not in our caliber to do it or some other excuses. So guess what? We don't do whatever it is he calls us to do. And then we just go ahead and like we always do, get off the track to what God's called us to do. Now, with that right there, that is actually disobedience. But then again, God will always reconstruct our life to go a different pathway. We just miss out on the major things that he called us to do. But you also have to remember though, our flesh wars against the spirit against God daily. That's why the phrase in the word die to your flesh is for a reason. Because you have to put the flesh to rest to not war against God. Since lust came and then sin came into this world. Now, so in the Bible scholars out there might be like, wait a minute. They thought sin came first. You might want to read the life of Adam and Eve because it was lust that came and tipped it and messed with Eve. Then sin had came. Both of them come from the same cloth, even though they both had different names. And then again, that's why you hear about sexual immorality and lust and things and why Unless don't even have to be sexual, lust can be something else. Like you can lust after a car. You can lust after a house. You can lust after money. You can lust after the things in this world that does not mean anything compared towards eternity. So most definitely lust than sin. Because in order to sin, you had to be either lusting after something or, you know, just be downright evil and just go ahead and just sin. Like I said, both of them are in the same conundrum. They're the same group of things that God does not like, period. But the reason why lust is so dangerous is because it's one of the sins that can really get you tripped up real deep. And it's one of the ones that truly does take time. To get rid of. And it's one of the things that also. You battle constantly on the daily. Unless you get repurified by the Lord. And flee away from. Lustful sensations. And lustful use. And get your heart to God. And truly be held. But as I mentioned before. Part of last year going to early part of this year my flesh and part of my spirit was raging against the most eye whole lot of complaining a whole lot of other things the angels in heaven recording everything that we do 
<laughs> don't get the game twisted. It's like you got a recorder in law. You have an angel that's recording everything that you're doing, every thought process. So let's just say that the enemy knows how to trigger my thought process and my thought process casts a long book. And it ain't about no great things either, which is the sad part. But that's where you have to ask the Lord daily to help you renew your mind to keep that peace. Because if the enemy does attack you physically, he's going to attack you mentally. And nine of ten times where you hear that folks go through mental health issues and different things of that nature. It's one, due to the fireman circumstances at the end. Two, the way that the world is shaped right now with all the craziness that's going on. Three, the mental mind games that the enemy plays around with. And the different demonic voices that folks be hearing. I don't get the game twisted. Be hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. You can also hear the voice of the enemy as well, too. You know the voice of the enemy. He will tell you to do the opposite of what God tells you not to do. Let me say that again. I think I said it too fast. You can hear the enemy. He will tell you to do the things the opposite of what God tells you to do. If God tells you to get $500 to somebody and say, no, don't ask no questions, handle your business. The enemy will say, why give it $500 to that person? Don't you need that money for X, Y, and Z? That's not the most high. That's the enemy. Because <laughs> the enemy will have you keep the things that you think you owe, that you own. There we go, that you own. And God will tell you to give away things that's not even yours, but his. See the different oppositions? So as I mentioned, past weekend, not last week, but the week before last. My word for this year is conviction. So the Lord had to convict me to get my attention. And he did it through various videos of NDEs, which is called near-death experience, or those that had an out-of-body experience, or those that had dreams hurt than dreams. So we talked about the type of videos I saw last week in regards to understanding hell. So the conviction for this week And the purification that the Lord is bringing me through. That's that part of my spirit while watching the videos. It's the part of my spirit that's like, oh. If those individuals have seen hell and outer darkness and the craziness, then we need to see it as well too. So I kid you not, my spirit the past week and everything was, even as I talk about it, it's getting up, rising up. Um, it literally was like, what, what if we dream about Helen and actually seeing and tell the people like, it's real, it's real. I have a very imaginative mindset. So I've been drafting up on Leonardo AI. Certain images that people mention of what hell looks like. And even what certain the creatures look like and the different things inside. And, you know, AI, that's the best they can do. But there's some images that generate them like, 
I don't think this is accurate. But then again, I thought to myself, on some of the images, like, you know, this can't be accurate. What I notice in my purification slash conviction process, the Lord is bringing me through. Listen to, I think Kathy, I think that's her name. The one who read it at the fine revelation of hell. She talks about the Torah that the that um, the Lord had took her through to understand in hell. And the crazy thing is, listen to her audiobook, which she said was on up like this, an older audiobook, which was on tape, cassette tape. That's how old it was. I was like, dang, I ain't heard that in a long time. But um Listen to her account, but also listen to other people's accounts as well, too. And you can feel the grace of the Holy Spirit when you listen to the stories. And you can tell that they're not fake. And you can tell that it's very much real. And God is not to be played with. God, ladies and gents, is raising up a new army here on earth. Up believers and saints that really want to follow him. And live out they call and live out their life for Christ. And not be sugar-coating lukewarmness. Is it a scary process for most of us? Yes. But when you watch NDE videos and different things of that nature and really get a glimpse. And you can tell from the people that's talking. Some folks are emotional and some, some of us we don't have full emotion like that. Where we're telling the stories. Say like weird, but like the only reason why I say weird because I like I talked about it on part one that there's other ways that you can see different demons and battle them. I already told you guys how different time frames throughout the two thousands of me being a as they call it lucid or lucid dreams. There's nothing lucid about them where you took into another realm and you spiritually getting your life force sapped out. And you already know that certain demonic entities, they don't need to have a form that we normally see. Most of them are shadowless. But they are a particular dark shadow that it's very interesting. The only reason why I say it's very interesting is because they have no form. But they have their own different type of dark power. So when I talked about that last week, it was no theatrical type thing. I wouldn't be here to talk to you guys on this podcast on this leap year. So that lets you know that we call out to Jesus' name, it does hold true power. The thing is, wherever we get our house clean, when I mean our house clean, I mean our body, our vessel that God has put us in. Because we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, temple of God. I think that's right. My apologies. If I got that misconstrued. But our body is supposed to be vessels for the Holy Spirit. Our temples, which is our body, supposed to be for the Holy Spirit. But there's something that Jesus had talked about 
He said there was a man that had cleaned his house. Where would the money entity he had? It left, fleed away, went somewhere else. It said that the same demonic entity that was going around trying to search for a place to dwell in tried to go right back to his host. We tried to go back to the same host he came from. It was seven other demonic entities that was way worse than he was inside the vessel that he just came out from. Why do I mention that? Because if we don't stay close to God, we fall off the track and we fall off real hard. And then you wonder why life is the way that it is. Like what did you let when you let into your vessel, your body, your temple? Because wherever you let in, just be cautious. It's gonna bring his homies with it. That's why the Lord said we have to die to our flesh each and every day. We gotta repent each and every day. Ask the Lord for forgiveness, for purification each and every day. Because if not, then what's going to happen is that we're going to continue to be lukewarm and God is not calling lukewarmness. Not in this season and no other seasons. And he's not playing around either. He really isn't. But like I said before, watching indie videos and things for things of that nature. What I noticed is a theme. Hell has different type of fires. And what I've noticed from most videos I've been watching, they've been saying that there are certain places in hell to where the fire is not orange like we see it, it's actually blue. If you guys see anime or something like that, you know that there's particular flames that is blue and light blue and different things in nature. So I thought that was pretty interesting, which lets me know that that particular fire has a different type of property with it. But here's the crazy part, though. Afar from the tormentation that one goes through in hell for the sins that they have committed. Including for Christians that was lukewarm and dropped the ball completely. Those that was in the church. Those that preached the gospel. The ones that Jesus has said that there be many that said, Lord, Lord, we did this in your name, we did this in your name. And those words that none of us don't want to hear. I never knew you. What I have noticed Supposed to the NDEs is that those who had an out of body experience, near death experience, or even have had a vision and everything, or even a dream. Everybody does say that when they see the people burning and they flesh regenerating and they going through the same tormentation day in and day out, night and day. They said we're in the middle of the chest of the person. It's a glow. And the glow is either gray, black, have a little bit of light, or some other color. That glow is your soul. In the famous movie of Coming to America, Part 1, not Part 2, 
Just let your soul glow. Give us some silky smooth. My bad, puppy. <laughs> My dog when I said that. My bad. Sophia, go back to sleep, puppy. Go back to sleep. <laughs> I woke her up out of her sleep singing so glow. That's funny. Some of you are like, so glow? What is that? So if you ever see Coming to America, the first movie with Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall, um, I know the actor. His name is Eric. Uh, he's married to Monty and whatnot. I think, he's, I think they're already still married together. I believe so. I believe so. I believe so. But he was the actor that played the dude. Um, yeah, I was dated the chick, the actress that they named her Vanessa and whatnot. And I think that's her name, the chick that Eddie Murphy had married at the end of the movie. But he was part of a commercial within a movie called So Glow, which is um, something for Jared Curls and whatnot, hair product. So the reason why I was singing this song, which I see the Holy Spirit was lighting up the mood in this conversation, um, is because going back to the videos and this is other people's accounts, even with Miss Kathy with Defying Revelation of Hell. She had mentioned multiple times, as I heard from other folks, that you see the soul of the person. So I'll give you a perfect example. If you ever see the anime named Bleach. Now, whenever I mention Bleach, some folks be thinking, it's an anime called Bleach? You know, like, what it does, it bleach your clothes? No, 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 no. It's a dope anime by the name of Bleach. Um, for some of my Christians out there, they might be like, that's not the devil because they talk about Shinigamis and stuff like that. So what is the Shinigami? A Shinigami is a person who battles against hollows, which will actually be demons on the spiritual side of things. Let's, let's call them a spiritual force, like a spiritual police force. That's what a Shinigami is. So... You guys know how the Japanese do it with anime. They, when it comes to supernatural things, they, I would say, are experts of creating animes for that. Because most of the stuff that they kind of pertain, you know, be like a person that can see demons and they battling demons and stuff like that. And just the outlandish craziness or whatever. The reason why I mentioned Bleach is because in the earlier parts of Bleach, um, they was showing particular spirits that was like a soul. And it was like light blue or white and different things of that nature before, you know, they turn to the person that passed and stuff like that. So whenever you guys hear that the battle for your soul is a constant warfare, even when you come to this earth, and birth do know that's not fake there's people in hell right now burdened and being tormented as I'm speaking day in and day out matter of fact let me paint you a visual I'm not trying to scare y'all but I want you guys to really use your imagination 
for this one. And I'm sorry, this is not the cookie cutter podcast we're going to be doing. You guys know I keep everything authentic and all humbleness. You guys already know my slogan. I'm a Christian that's not perfect. That's why we have not perfect Christian podcasts. The reason why I always continue to mention that because you guys are going through my journey and also your own journey on trying to live out the life for Christ because it is not easy at all. Most new believers think that as soon as you come to Christ, everything's going to be all right. Everything will be sunshine and daylight. The Lord, like, I don't not work like that. Like, while y'all on that earth, you're going to be going through some trials and some tribulations. But you're going to know who the Lord is. Walking with the Lord is a lifetime process, y'all. It's not a one-off thing. Living out this walk with Christ is not the easiest thing ever. And unfortunately, hearing from other brothers and sisters in Christ that they've seen. Because I heard about pastors who passed away and did not make it to God's kingdom. I heard about that. Confirmation hearing from different individuals watching the videos saying that they've seen demons torment pastors. In very gruesome ways. There's one which image is still stuck in my head. One of the videos I watch. Dude said he was took to one level, took to one room in the part of hell where it's a black coffin in the middle. He said it was demons dancing around it. In the middle of the coffin was an open circle for a pastor's heart. He said the demons was listening to a particular rock music. And when I heard that, I was like, that's crazy. But then you got to remember, God created genres, but also Lucifer was part and the head of the music department. So, whatever genres that God create for his goodness and glory, do know the enemy got, you guys already know that the music in this world is so twisted up. All you got to do is turn on the radio, listen to certain lyrics. Pop your tail, girl. Pop your tail, girl. Shake that. Shake that, shake that. Oh, she is about to put her head by my. Or some other tracks like heavy metal. Roar! You get what I'm saying? Stuff we, stuff we can tell is super demonic. But with this particular video, the dude said. It was rock music playing. Demons dancing in a circle with spears. Saying a particular name. And stabbing the heart of the passer inside a coffin over and, and over and over. His Zeus says agonies and his screams was unbearable. But here's the thing. This was the pastor that preached the gospel. That knew what God was. He dropped the ball somewhere. Then ask God for forgiveness and got his reward. The scary thing about all of that, say so you torment the day and night. The scary thing about hearing, and even with Kathy, I believe it's Kathy, um, I forgot her last name, with the fine revelation hell, and from other videos. They seen folks cry out to Jesus with Jesus, you know, showing tours to different people. 
so they can tell us, yo, this is real. Y'all need to get your act together. For those of us that have imaginative imaginations, we can see that mentally. And it's horrifying. And it's also very sad. Hearing the folks that's being tormented, asking God, have mercy on us, have mercy on our soul. Can they go back to the earth because they now believe that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life? If you want to get to the Father, you got to go through Jesus Christ first. You have people in hell right now that's asking Jesus, can they do over? And he's telling them, sorry, you can't. And whatever rage that they have inside, you hear from all the videos, it said whatever rage that they have inside, that they hear those words, that they can't go back, and Jesus crying for them, they blast in Jesus' name. And the hell's and the hell's, well, the fire is in hell. That's engulfing the person intensifies. When they do that. So the reason why I'm mentioning this in this light, because like I said, it's images is now burned into my mind. So if I feel like tripping up on something stupid, <laughs> then images will pop up like, yeah, we don't want to do that. Think a particular thought, mm, don't want to think that either. Try to say something, the Holy Spirit, like, close your mouth, mm, let me close my mouth. Because in the words of late pastor, who I know is with Christ, because he literally followed Christ to a T. He has a slogan, and I'm going to use it as well. Eternity is too long to be wrong. He's right about that. There's two eternities, heaven and hell. I don't want to say take your pick. Because there's some people going to be like, they want to choose hell because they think it's going to be fun. It's not. You're tormented. One of the videos I watched, they had said they didn't seen the whole places of hell. They just seen part of the beginning. When you're semi-tormented. But when they took a look at the jail cells, it reminded me of the Matrix. When Morpheus has showed Neo the endless fields of the humans that was being harvested. Matter of fact, if you take a look at that scene again, imagine those pods but with gel cells and blue hellfire, which each and every person in those gel cells for these sins that they had committed and they being tormented and cut through the most gruesome ways for the sins that the Lord has tell us not to do. Including our thought process. It reminds me of the scripture of what Jesus was talking to a group of people and some of the other disciples. It was letting them know 
these are the qualifications and steps to follow God. And one of them, somebody has to say, yo, this is a hard saying. Like, this is a lot to do. It was like, well, if we continue to screw up, how can one be saved? Then, you know, Jesus that beautifully has said, you know, those that come to me come to the Father. Like I said, I'm paraphrasing right now. Paraphrasing is, you know, paraphrasing part of what is it, you know, from the scriptures. But whoever asked that question supposedly 2,000 years ago or however long it was, and seeing that mentally is understandable. It's like, yo, how can one truly follow God if, even if we think the wrong way, we're slipping up? You know, God has his mercy, he has his compassion. They do call us to have a new way of living for him, though. Like I said, is it easy? It's not. But I'd rather try my best daily than to lose focus and have other entities inside this vessel that's fighting against the Holy Spirit and go out the wayside and have a raging spirit fighting against God. So how do you get a raging spirit that fights against God when you're a Christian? And this is also my unbelievers as well too. I'm not just nitpicking my Christian brothers and sisters, but I'm giving them a warning. But for the unbelievers, don't get the game twisted. Hell is worse for y'all as well too. Hell is actually 10 times worse for us Christians because we know who God is. Some of us just don't know how to let go of certain things. And that was mentioned in most of the videos. Like I said, I'm in my conviction slash purification process by the most high. And the only reason why I'm saying that because most things of this world and, you know, videos, watching on YouTube and stuff that would have enjoyed, I don't enjoy most of those stuff and the things anymore. I'm also like in an ecclesiastic type of season that I've been for the past few years. Rongo King Solomon eloquently, beautifully writes, everything in this world is basically finity or useless. Like, you can have joy one minute, then you have sorrow. You can have great riches, but then again, not have fulfillment. You guys know that Solomon had fell for his lust for women. So it's like, you can have all sexual orgies and all that type of stuff with many different women and not have a fulfillment in your heart. Some of y'all are like, wait a minute, that's in the Bible, it's in Ecclesiastics. It's in there per se, but Solomon, King Uncle Solomon says in a very unique way to read, to read between the lines. Like, oh, you was doing that, bro, but you was the wisest king, period, on earth, had great riches, the son of King David. But here's one thing that most folks tend to forget. King David had multiple wives. Because during the time frame, you know, kings had different wives and different things of that nature. They had multiple wives. But 
afar from that. It was the sin of sexual immorality and lust. That spirit that continued through David's seed with Solomon and one of his other sons that raped his half-sister that got murked. And one of his other sons that rise up against King David, who has sex with his, with King David's concubines, and I believe he has sex with his stepmoms. I believe so. When King David had got Uriah killed, and Solomon's mama Bathsheba got her pregnant, you have to read Second Solomon for that, because the prophet Nathan had told King David he was like, bruh. You followed God's own heart. You let the spirit of lust trip you up. You got a innocent man killed. You got his wife pregnant. The baby y'all gonna have, the baby gonna die. But God gonna take your kingdom away from you by having strife in your house. Your sons are gonna rise against you. And they did. Absalom. Was, I believe yeah, it was Absalom who killed his half-brother who raped his sister. And I believe it was Absalom that also was the one that um, had sex with his dad's concubines and stuff in front of the whole congregation of Israel, Israel which was said by Nathan the prophet. Like I said, Second Samuel is a wild book. But the generational curse of the sexual immorality had also traveled to King Dick, to King Solomon, which is why he read the book of Proverbs, telling us men to be aware of promiscuous women. And the reason why I mentioned that is because for my fellas out there, y'all need to be very cautious of what you look at online. But here's the thing, be cautious of your thoughts that turn sexual. This goes to the women as well too. Be careful of your thoughts that, that turn sexual. Because all the sins is abomination to the Lord. But the sexual immorality one is the biggest one per se. Next to blasphemy. And the reason why I'm saying that it's because you're joining your soul with somebody else. So when you wonder why your spirit is raging against God, you have to realize what was it that you was thinking of or whatever it was you're looking at. And who was you talking to? That that person had certain demonic entities that jumped into your vessel and now got your thought process so screwed up that even though you may be a Christian that follows God, you don't want to do most of the things he's called you to do because you're fighting a spiritual battle that you cannot see. When we get to this earth, don't get the game twisted. God got a purpose for us and the enemy has a, has a purpose as well. The enemy is going to do anything in his power when you be born here on this earth to make sure you do not fulfill your destiny that the Lord has. But the Lord is so good and good and gracious that he will allow us to make choices in our life to see if we're going to follow the Lord or we're going to follow the other side. 
there's a lot of people right now that's following the other side because the other side supposedly has great riches and promised great things. But hearing from the audiobook of the Final Revolution from Hell, Kathy has said that there was a witch that's in hell, and she still is in hell, burning and everything for what she had done. And she had did a whole lot of evilness against the children of God. She got her reward. She thought she's going to have a kingdom because the enemy had told her that she's going to have her own kingdom. Here's the thing. When she died and went to hell, the enemy laughed at her. Said, you foolish woman. You thought I was going to give you something? I ain't going to give you nothing. I just want your soul. <laughs> Let's see if you can get your kingdom here now. That's how crazy the enemy is. I'm going to just mention this a lot of time on podcasts. Have you ever noticed somebody that blows up in Hollywood? Like they have movies and commercials and TV shows. Everything like it's going good in their life. And then you know it's that snap of the finger. We start hearing a whole lot of crap about what they do behind the scenes. And they dirty laundry comes into the forefront and all that poppiness that they was doing in the beginning isn't there the enemy gets you temporarily riches reason why I said temporarily because he's playing for your soul he's still trying to play God he can't play God so there's more people getting snapped towards hell than heaven and part of the reason being, because there's so much going on. I'm going to let you guys know right now. The spiritual warfare has truly intensified to up to you. I mean, it's been intensified over the past centuries. But it's intensifying way more to where most of us, we actually feel in the battle. So when you start feeling the heaviness of things, you need to understand that's a spiritual warfare going on. This is spiritual warfare for your soul. Like I mentioned earlier in this podcast, the confession process was hearing that there's people in hell burning. And the crazy thing is those that are getting tore of hell is literally seeing people's souls in a ball that's either gray or whatever color it is. Still within that person's body that is being burnt eternally to the bone and the flesh regenerate and burns again and regenerate and burns again. And you guys, now you guys get the picture? That's how hell is. Crazy thing is that your soul is still intact. But the crazy thing is hearing about that, your soul is worth way more than temporarily riches here on this earth. In the words of Shang Tsung of Mortal Kombat, your soul is mine. But how about you take out Shang Tsung and replace that with Lucifer? And he's saying that to you because you don't want to follow God and you're battling against Jesus Christ. And thinking that's a fun thing. For those of y'all that do sorcery and other type of stuff. Y'all thinking y'all on the winning team. And y'all losing. 
and your soul is the most precious thing ever. And God would rather have your soul with him than to be burning an eternal lake of brimstone and fire for whatever particular sin that you do. Because don't get the game twisted. For a particular sin that you don't ask God for true repentance on. And if you have to pass away today and die in your sin, most of y'all who are Christians, even unbelievers, y'all would probably ready to tell God, if y'all was to tell, like, you know what? Y'all the servant of it. And you can't complain about it because you knew the sin that you was in and you did not ask God for a true repentance of. Trust. Certain things is hard to let go. Certain things it's kind of hard to ask God to ask for forgiveness of because we're still stubborn and we're still battling the demons that's holding us back. My thing to you guys is this. Ask God for true repentance. Ask him for his help. Do not stay caught up in your sin. We are in a season, and I told my bro Sir many about this because me and him was talking the other night and everything while I was at work. And he was at work and whatnot. That's my brother in Christ. Love my brother right there. And what I noticed between our brotherhood that me and him has, we both are growing in Christ. We know, I know my brother served many since 2016 because we worked at the same job at the airport. So back then, we wasn't talking about Jesus like this. What I noticed over the past few years from the pandemic till now is that we both have grown in our faith and continue to grow. So basically, discipling him and vice versa, what he's doing. And stuff. So we both was talking about this the other night as well too. We talked about this actually yes yes earlier this morning. I mean, before I started working at two o'clock again. Cause he had an experience of dreaming about hell. But the crazy thing is, he also took out the revelation for I talked about him, talked to him a few weeks ago about the conviction that I got. He was like, Yeah, bro, he was like the Lord ain't playing around. I was like, yeah, man, I said he ain't. But our conversation when in the evening was, I was telling him, I was like, what the Lord is doing, that's why I mentioned this earlier, he's building up a new army of believers that's not sugarcoating or being lukewarm toward the God, towards the gospel of Jesus Christ. God is building up an army to where he's having us preach it in a rah-rah way to get you guys to understand that we don't have as much time on this earth that we think we have. Laura's coming back quickly. I know you guys hear that a lot, but nah, it's, 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 it's really no joke. It's really no joke. God is really not playing around. Hell is too much real to be joked around. There's a whole lot of people that have videos. Some folks say they don't feel the conviction for most folks. Here's the thing. You watch those videos, you have to go in the grace of the Holy Spirit to get the understanding. Because like I said, some folks' emotions be different. But you can tell from individuals when they do talk about it, they don't play around. There's folks that said that they are afraid to go to sleep in the dark. Because when you get to hell, you can't see nothing. It's out of darkness. It's little lights here and there in certain places. But you got different demonic entities that do pop out and will try to attack you. 
because they're like, oh, so-and-so's here already. You guys miss it. I said, because they'd be like, oh, so-and-so is here already. So what we battle here on this earth mentally and the flesh and everything, don't get the game twisted. They down there. They know what's up. They know what's up. And they know that if any of us get down there, oh, them demons go have their fun the way they go have their fun with us. And part of the reason being, because they're going to be like, oh, you was talking all that smack on their earth, now you're here in our playground. And what most folks will realize, demons can paralyze you to where you can't talk, you can't move, and they can do whatever they want. That's the scariest part right there. That's why I mentioned the lucid dream. Where you see demons well, no forms. You're in your bed. You're paralyzed. You can't move. You can't speak. You can't do nothing. And they just creep it up on you. What the craziest screech of a growl that you can ever hear. And you can feel your life being drained. Or you feel your soul being drained. All of this is real. It's no fairy tale. Because whatever God's about to be doing later on this year, I told my bro, man, I said it's going to be something major. It's going to shake the universe. I didn't say worldwide. I said the universe. It's going to shake it. I don't know what it is. But it's not going to be good. So I want to say this before this podcast ends. If you don't know who Jesus Christ is, I highly suggest you talk to the Lord as quickly as possible. Repent of your sins. Have true repentance. Ask the Lord to purify your heart. Literally. That's the reason why I said this is the reason why this scripture says, Lord, purify my heart, purify my mind, purify my tongue, purify my eyes, purify my spirit. That's the reason for that. If you don't get the purification from the most high, don't get towards God's heaven gates and try to plead your cause and you miss short of the stick of entering God's kingdom where you don't have to be tormented, where you just have peace forever on. Be in God's presence. Be in the light. Hear beautiful, heavenly music. See other family members you ain't seen in years that's, that made it to God's kingdom. As opposed to being in a place where you tormented day in and day out and you can't move, you can't talk, you can't do nothing but just scream and have your flesh fall off your bones and regenerate. And then go back to the same gruesome sin that you're in. Masturbation is a sin. And there are demons that are doing strange, weird, demonic sexual acts to those that did not ask for forgiveness for that particular sin. And they're being tormented day and night. To where their flesh is falling off their um, genitals and things and regenerated. But you got the demons doing whatever they want to do to them. And the crazy thing is, it's not the way you want to see it. Ladies and gents, I'm sorry that the end of this podcast was that harsh. But here's the thing. Get to know who God is before it's too late. We're going to have the conviction process continue. So part three will be happening tomorrow. Or Saturday or Sunday, however God does it. For the month of March. 
I'll catch you guys later. Well, love. Peace out, deuces.